The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets Spear April 27th edition and we are on the Thursday and the week continues to go on and yesterday was an interesting day and all I could think about is things were looking good screens were green I went to do some things with the wife came back screens weren't as green as they once were and I looked at the scores and Sean Benaya pulled after two innings and apparently, he had shoulder issues that he started feeling when he was in the bullpen. And they decided to let him pitch anyways. And that just, I, 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 don't, I don't know. There's nothing we can do about that. That's just one of those nights where you just, it just, it happens. So, that's very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Uh, um, just one of those things. So, we move on to another day. Like I like to say, tis baseball. The bats were clicking. The bats were all over it. It was one of those days. And um, yet again, it proved the point I've been making the last couple days. Paying for pitching may not be the answer. There's some high-priced arms on today's slate. There's only one I will get behind. And he was on yesterday's slate. And he got scratched due to a rainout. Or no, they switched him because of the rainout the day before. But uh, I'll go back to his well. But he's about it. So let's get at it. We got... A 10-day all-day, 7-game early, 4-game late. Yes, I know that makes 11, but for some reason, DraftKings only has a 10-game all-game slate. So, we'll kick it off on the 7-game early slate with the top pitcher of the day. I have the old slate up. Give me one second. Noah Sendergaard at $12,700 against Atlanta. Talked about him in depth yesterday. Huge K percentage. Going up against the Braves, uh, Noah's striking out almost 30% of the batters he's facing right now. Just an outstanding you know, walk rate. The Braves are striking out almost 22% of the time. Extremely heavy favorite. Everything that you want to see is there. He's giving up not a ton of hard contact. The Braves against right-handed bats, uh, very low team Woba, below 300. Not the best... Uh, Average versus right-handed pitching. Thor is just outstanding. He's definitely the top option on today's slate. We're going Thor. Uh, when you go down the list, 
The next high-priced options, you have uh, Justin Verlander at 10100 against Seattle. Seattle's sneaky. We, I said stack them yesterday. They, they produced produced very well. Um, I don't mind Verlander. I, I, we back Verlander a lot. Big K potential. The thing with Seattle, I will mention, the Mariners, they strike out around 20% of the time, give or take, but they hit right-handed pitching pretty well. Woba uh, about 310-ish. And an average around 240 against right-handed pitching. So they do hit right-handers pretty well. I like Verlander as a GPP play because the upside's there with that strikeout potential. He's got a cannon of an arm. We know what Verlander can do. He um, Right now he's striking out 27.5% of the guys he is facing. Currently the exact number on Seattle is a 19.7% K percentage. So they're not striking out a ton, but Verlander... If he's on, he's going to be a great play, but we know how he can be hittable at times. And Seattle, they clicked yesterday. Not saying they're going to click again today, but I'd say GPP only with Verlander um, if you want to pay down from Thor to Verlander. Going to Corey Kluber. Kluber was outstanding his last time out. Just filthy. Coming off a nine-inning shutout, three hits, nine Ks against the White Sox, but that was the White Sox. Prior to that, he faced the Detroit Tigers, got shellacked. Facing Houston, one of the best teams in all of baseball against left-handed, uh, I mean right-handed pitching. The Astros, they only strike out, they strike out less than 18% of the time against left-handed pitching. They have a WOBA above 310, and an av- or it's right-handed pitching, a WOBA above 335, a team average of almost 280 against right-handed pitching, all in the upper echelon of baseball, like not even close. Really, really good. Kluber, sure, he strikes out almost over 26% of the guys he faces. But um, the Astros, an, an elite team against right-handed pitching. Now, Kluber is an elite pitcher, so it's like something's got to give. Um, I can, if you GPP play, knock yourself out. But this goes back to my theory. Why roll the dice on Kluber at 10K when you can go down to, like, there's some guys we love in the 7s and 8s. You can roll the dice on, save 2K, and load up on some bats. This is the theory we're starting to use, and it's been working very well. We know Kluber can do his thing, but that extra $2,000, you can get a lot more production by you know spreading that over like three bats, and you might get a lot more points that way. It's just game theory. That's all it is, game theory, and that's how the difference between winning and losing sometimes. Moving on, we go to Carlos Martinez, a guy we absolutely loved on Wednesday slate. They got rained out. We love him again. He's a doubleheader. Toronto, St. Louis on Thursday to make up for that rain out. So the game one, Carlos Martinez will face off with Letos. Seamart, 8,900. Everything we loved about him in game one yesterday. We love again. Toronto, just horrific against right-handed hitting, or right-handed pitching. One of the worst Wobas and averages against right-handed pitching. Strikes out uh, good uh, 20, almost 24% of the time against right-handed pitching. Martinez is striking out guys at 22.5% of the time. Phenomenal matchup. Uh, Noah Noah Syndergaard, Carlos Martinez, one-two punch is just, that's my way to go. If you don't want to pay up, which is the theory we've been using also, which I totally get, Carlos Martinez is your number one option. And there's a few options you can match with if you want to roll the dice below here. But Carlos Martinez, if you're not paying up for pitching, Carlos Martinez is the top option on this early slate. The next up, we have three really interesting options. Uh, I'm going to go Julio Urias. He's making his debut. This kid's a stud uh, on the, the latest Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo episode 9. Please check it out. 
subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. It's an awesome podcast. Keeps getting better and better. We're starting to gel. Really good stuff there. Um, we talked about Urias getting called up. He's really good. They had their plan in place to rest him for a month, basically in the minors, baby him along. We don't know exactly how they're going to approach him still, if they're going to keep slowly getting him ready. So he'll be like full innings as the season goes on. So playoff eligible. I still think he's going to be good for close to 100 pitches, at least 90 to 100. It just depends because he showed signs last year where his pitch count would get too high because he'd walk guys, but then there'd be games where he'd be great and he'd go six or seven. He has great strikeout stuff. The problem is the Giants don't strike out a ton um, against left-handed pitching. They strike out more than right-handed. We'll say that much. They strike out around 22% of the time against left-handed pitching. But they are horrific against left-handed pitching. A Woba below three, an average of below 230. This is where we like them. The problem that I wanted to speculate, because I like Urias a ton. A ton. He's got big strikeout arm. My biggest concern is the potential pitch count, and you're paying $8,800. Like, it was one thing with Alex Wood yesterday. He was so cheap. He was in, like, I believe the sixes. So, you knew you were getting the low pitch count. So, the five or six innings worked out. Okay. It was like Santiago yesterday, 5,500. He gave up two runs, but five innings. He had five or six Ks. He was still very productive. It looked like he was going to be really productive, but he was still very productive for $5,500. Urias 88, I like it. It's just... You really need him to show up. That's all I'm saying. It's a good GPP play. Wouldn't go cash. Next up, we're going to go Jeremy Hellickson at $7,900. Absolutely love this play, especially on GPPs. People always overlook Jeremy Hellickson, and all he does is pitch great. His four starts this year, guys. Two earned runs against Atlanta in seven innings. At Washington, seven innings, two earned runs. At home against Washington, five innings, no earned runs. At Cincinnati, uh, five innings, one earned run. So he pitched at home, at Washington, at home, at Cincinnati. Three of four starts in just ridiculous hitter-friendly ballparks. And so far, he hasn't given up more than two earned runs. He has a 1.88 ERA this year. Um, strikeouts haven't been high. It's one slight concern. But the guy has been great, facing pretty decent offense. We've seen Cincinnati hit the ball pretty well. Washington obviously rakes. Atlanta's been better than not. Um, and he's going up against Miami team that would be the worst out of all of them he's faced. Now, I know I just said that, so they're probably going to bomb him. But all we can do is deal with what we've seen. That's what we're doing right now. What we've seen is this is a great matchup for $7,900. A Carlos Martinez, Jeremy Hellickson 1-2 punch is a perfect lower-priced combo to build with bats. I love that combination on this morning slate. Um, great 1-2 punch. I don't even mind it as much in cash, honestly. I really don't because you can get enough bats to balance it out. Hellickson is a really solid play, in my opinion. You got the Marlins, who are uh, striking out about 22 to 22.5% of the time. It's right-handed pitching. Um, a decent Woba on average, just kind of av- league average. Nothing to like, cry about. But Hellickson, he's striking out 19% of his batters he faces. The Marlins are striking out 22.5% of the time, like I said. Really, really good matchup here. He's not giving up a lot of tough, hard contact. Um, he It's really lefties that get him the most, and that you only have to really worry about D. Gordon and Christian Yellick in that lineup. He's getting righties out really well. So, I don't know. It, they, he always gets overlooked. On this slate, he's great. If I wish it was in Miami. 
when Hellickson's going to be in pitcher-friendly ballparks, guys, remember that name. He's going to be a great play. He's never overpriced. Never. So, Hellickson, phenomenal play today. Uh, and then another sneaky play. I like him a lot. We we use him when we use him. It's usually in this ballpark and occasionally in some other pitcher friendly ballparks. But Matt Moore, GPP seventy five hundred dollars day game against the Doyers. Dodgers can't hit lefties. They can't. It's been stated. We talked about it. Below three Woba, like a two twenty average, striking out twenty two percent of the time almost. We're talking, uh, where'd he go down here? Not right here. Moore striking out almost 21% of the batters he faces. The Dodgers are striking out over 20.5% of the time. And he's in that pitcher-friendly ballpark. You just got to worry about like the likes of Kiki Hernandez. And, you know, maybe they'll sneak in a couple other righties in there. But overall, the average, the lineup doesn't scare you. Moore's Pitched pretty well in that ballpark since he's been there. A couple hiccups, but everyone has hiccups. On a short slate like this, he's pitched so bad of recently. Like, his last start was in freaking Coors, for crying out loud. So, people, like, recency bias. People just look at stat lines. They don't look at the whole picture. Matt Moore will be overlooked. Matt Moore against the Dodgers. Very good GPP play. If you want to mix him and Helixson as a one-two punch, and you can fit some Coors action, I don't mind that in a GPP either. It has massive blow-up potential, but it has massive payoff at the same time. These are the, the gambles you have to take, especially on a seven-game slate. So there you go. Thor is your high-priced option I love at 12-7. Not a big fan, but I understand rolling the dice on Verlander and Kluber. Love Carlos Martinez at 8900 Urias, I'm a big fan, but I'm worried about not getting enough production for the $8,800 price tag. And then I love Hellickson at $7,500. And I'm getting on board, and I will have some action on Matty Moore at $7,500. Let's get into the bats. Uh, at the catcher's position, you got Weeders against Sensatella. And I usually love Sensatella. I've, I've played him in Coors every time, too. I want to speculate this real quick. <clears throat> the only reason I'm not touching him is just the Nats bats have just been stupid. Um, the other bats Sensatella's face were like the Giants. And I can't remember who else. So I knew what I was getting into. The Nats are just on another level right now. I hope since the time, if he shuts the Nats down, my goodness. But I just, I can't, I can't do it with these other options. So you got Weeders at 4,300. He had the day off on Wednesday. Good chance he's in the lineup. You have Brian McCann against Kluber at 41. Buster Posey against the lefty Arise at 37. Russell Martin, he is 3,500 against Seamart. If you're fading Seamart... You go to Martin, I guess. I'm not a big fan of that, though. I'd say save save that one. Uh, you can go Yadi Molina. Yadi Molina, 12 for 34 lifetime with three doubles off the of late toes at 3,400. Molina's always low owned. He's about three three or four straight really solid games. Might be on a little bit of a heater. Take the old man while you can get him. Uh, you can look at some uh, Nick Hundley. Probably he didn't start last night, so good chance he might start against the lefty today at 2,900. You could look at uh, a play I absolutely love today because I like the Tigers a lot. Alex Avila, first base catcher eligible against Iwakuma at $2,700. Alex Avila will be probably my top catching target today. Alex Avila, $2,700. Lock and load some Alex Avila. 
Uh, yeah, always McCann at 2,600 uh, even against a righty, preferably a lefty, but righty works. You got John Hicks filling in at first base catcher uh, as a value play for the Tigers as well. Moving on to the first base position, you got Zimmerman against Cincinnati at 5K. Zimmerman just keeps hitting, man. Another homer yesterday. Guy's just unbelievable. You got E5 at 4,600 against Fires. Fires just giving up home runs everywhere, so E5 not a bad look there. Mark Reynolds, 4,500. He is on fire as well. It's, it's making it difficult. Zimmerman, Reynolds, Zimmerman, Reynolds. Remember, Reynolds hits righties better than lefties, so don't just go right away and go, oh, Reynolds is facing a lefty. Boom. But it is Coors and Reynolds hitting everybody, so I don't care. If you want to save 500 bucks, I have no problem going Reynolds, and I think the Rockies are the better matchup, but that's because I have a bias with my feelings towards Cincinnati. It's like a little man crush I'm building, but um, any way you can save money in Coors and still get Coors exposure is always a good thing. Uh, Carlos Santana, 4,400 against Fires, first base outfield eligible. The last couple days, DK has been messing with uh, positions again. All of a sudden, Carlos has outfield again. Uh, there's a couple other positions I saw last night researching. You'll see. Uh, the only One of the only Braves I will use if you aren't using Thor and you want to get really dicey and half stupid. Freddie Freeman, 4,300 just because he's Freddie Freeman and he's got a half-decent history against Thor. Matt Carpenter against Latos. The Cardinal stack is in play for sure. Carp's 4,200. Definitely in play. Uh, Jay Bruce. You're gonna get, there's three lefties I like for the the Brave, or the Mets against Dickey today. Bruce is one of them. He's first base outfield eligible at 3,500. V-Mart, way too cheap. Way, way too cheap. He's 7 for 18 lifetime with a double and a homer off Iwakuma. $3,300. The Tigers are just dumb. Dumb priced. That you like really, really stupid priced. Um, you can get, uh, I think it might be as low as we're going. Cody Bellinger, it's lefty lefty matchup, but if you want to roll the dice, 2700 but that's just not a good price. And Dan Vogelbach, if you want to fade Verlander and you want the big man with tons of power upside, tons of power upside, Vogelbach is only 2100 bucks. It's he might strike out four times versus Verlander, but he can also hit with 450 feet. So, tons of power upside, $2,100. Second base, Daniel Murphy, $5,300. Jose Altuve, I don't know if he's still back. He got banged up on that collision a couple days ago, so keep an eye on that. DJ LeMahieu, $4,700. Um, I'm still not trusting Kipnis yet. He does not look right at the plate. i got to see more out of him. D. Gordon, one of the few players you use against Helixson at 42 Cano at 41 I like Jose Ramirez a lot at 4,000 for Cleveland against Fires. Cleveland's one of the other stacks I'm liking. And he's second base and third base now. He was just second base for a while. He's been playing third base since Kipnis is back, so now he's got third base eligibility. Can't wait till he loses second base now. That'll be just a matter of time. Kinsler's only 3,900. He is 13 for 34 lifetime with two doubles and three home runs off Iwakuma. He likes to face him. A guy I love today also, he's second base, third base eligible. Jed Jericho, $3,500. Absolutely crushes right-handed pitching, getting Latos in the early game. Uh, we're targeting lefties against Edison Volquez. Cesar Hernandez, $3,500. Lock and load that bad boy. Uh, go go Neil Walker if you want at 34 Not my top choice. We can go there if you want. Colton Wong, a nice cheap second baseman at three grand against Latos. But uh, there's some good options at second base. I don't know if you have to go that low with some of the pitching choices we have on the board. 
but not bad there. Going over to third base, Arenado 5,400. Like I said, you got Rendon at 46. Jose Ramirez already mentioned at 4K. Third base is kind of weak. You got Mikel Franco and Granny yesterday at 36. Already mentioned Jericho. Eduardo Nunez versus a lefty, 35. Get somebody stealing like crazy right now. Here's our man. Still underpriced, $3,400. He's 5 for 10 with a double and a homer off Iwakuma. Nick Castellanos, $3,400. DraftKings, no love. Just no love at all. No love. Justin Turner, here's no love. I know he gets righties better than lefties, but he's still he's on fire right now. Hitting the, everything. He's only $3,100 versus Matt Moore. Justin Turner's $3,100. I'm missing something here. Is, is he playing with one foot? I I don't know what's going on. $3,100. DraftKings is drunk at the wheel on Thursday. They I guess they want you to stack Coors and pitch Noah Syndergaard. That's what I'm guessing. Shortstop, Trey Turner, $5,600. Carlos Correa, $5K. Trey Everstory, $4,800. Lindor, $4,300. Starting to swing it again after a little bit of a slump. Comes off the DL and all he has done is rake... Gene Segura, $4,100, but he's going against Verlander today. A little different story. We'll see if he's really feeling it. Letimus Diaz, only four k. I love it. The uh, Cardinals' prices went down from yesterday's projections versus Latos, which is just awesome. Thank you, DraftKings. Corey Seager, $3,800. That is dumb. I don't care he's facing a lefty and Matt Moore. People, if you're not pitching Matt Moore and you want to value at shortstop to spend money elsewhere, Corey Seager, plug him in. I said yesterday when he was 42 against a righty, against Cueto, they underpriced Seager every freaking night. He is a potential MVP candidate at shortstop. He's like the shortstop version of Mike Trout because he's like the best young shortstop in baseball and he's going to be that guy for years to come and he's just going to get better and better. He's so young. He's so talented. He does everything right and the power is still developing. $3,800 is stupid. As Drupal Cabrera is one of those Mets I liked, 3500 Um Christian Arroyo, first career home run yesterday. He's three grand. if you need a, a punch shortstop. It's not a bad price tag for him facing a lefty. Definitely in play. And then Kiki Hernandez, your normal righty versus a lefty punt. He's outfield and shortstop eligible for the Dodgers. $2,300. Definitely knows how to hit a lefty from time to time. So you always keep an eye on Kiki versus a lefty. Going to the outfield, Bryce Harper. $6,200, been over 6K all series. Blackman, $5,200, don't worry about the lefty. Get him in your lineups if you're playing Coors or you just want a one-off. Cargo, 49 Eaton, 49 their prices are down today. Brantley, $4,700, absolutely love him. Beltran, 45 Giancarlo, 45 Carlos Santana, already mentioned him at 44 He got Worth at 44 Reddick is an interesting play at 43 He's been hitting at the top of the order there. He's be facing the clue bot. Christian Yellick, one of the few lefties for against Telexon at 43. Nelly Cruz on fire, 42. You got uh, Gerardo Parra at 42. You got uh, Piscotti, 4K. You want to go that route. Justin Upton against Iwakuma, $3,800. Thank you, DraftKings. These Tigers' prices are just stupid. Stupid. Odebel Herrera against Volca is only $3,800. That's a solid play. With your little Philly stack, with you know, maybe you could go uh, Hernandez, Franco, Herrera, really, really cheap right there. Really, really cheap. Marcelo Zuna, 36, if you need some action there. Gritchick, 37. Jay Bruce already mentioned him at 35. 
Uh, I got Ender and Ciarte. We're not going there. Stay away. Aaron Althera, another cheap Philly. Love him. Gets on base, steals base. Good power upside at 34. Lonnie Chisenhall. Stupid cheap. Stupid cheap for your Cleveland stack. 3300 bucks. Uh, Michael Conforto, the third piece of the lefty stack for the Mets. $3,300. So Conforto, Cabrera, Bruce for your Mets stack if you're stacking. Go Puig for the Dodgers if you're using Dodgers against Moore. 3200 have no problem with that. Uh, draw Dyson if he's leading off for twenty nine hundred. Gets on base, he's stealing a lot right now. Keep him in the back of your mind, and that should just about do it for us. I mentioned Kiki Hernandez at twenty three hundred as your punt outfielder, and that will do it for the outfield position. So, quick recap of your seven day slate: Thor twelve seven, Verlander as a punt at ten one, Kluber at ten. And then we really like Seamart at 89. Um, Harias, we, we talked about the risk-reward at 8. Hellickson, 79. Moore, 75. And then um, the stacks I like. You obviously have Coors. Washington versus Incitella, implied team total at 5.55. You got Colorado versus Geo, implied 5.45. Cleveland versus Fires. Cleveland has an implied team total of 5.66. They're higher than Washington and Colorado, folks. That's why I love Cleveland. People won't even know that. They're going to see Coors Field and freaking eyes light up. Fires gives up long balls like Christmas. He's a fly ball machine. Cleveland. Like Drew Carey said, Cleveland rocks. Keep them on your radar. And you can stack them with Detroit because Detroit's too stupid cheap. Because I absolutely love Detroit. They have a 4.21 implied team total. That's too low. Iwakuma's giving up so much hard contact. Love Detroit. I really like St. Louis against Latos. Even, especially the right-handed bats. You know, Piscotti, um, Diaz. Uh, love Jericho. Jericho mashes right-handed pitching. And then Molina's not bad. Carpenter's obviously really good. They're a good stack. I love Detroit. Mentioned all of them. Castellanos is awesome. Awesome. Kinsler. Upton, V-Mart, all great, all cheap. Avila, do not forget Avila, $2,700 catcher, cheap. Um, uh, and then uh, the other one, you know, Philadelphia, cheap. Mets are cheap, like mini stacks. Really good options to pivot off of Coors if you want, but Coors has been just dumb. I think they've had over 40 points the last, or 40 runs the last two nights. I don't know why I call it points. I've played baseball my whole life. Um, 40 runs the last two nights. When Coors is going, there's nothing you can do. Like, literally. You can have the best lineups in the world. Nothing you can do. It's just the, the breaks. But uh, we keep grinding. You build your lineups. You're doing the right thing. It's all you can do. Um, and we move on. And we move on to the four-game evening slate. And this one's nice, quick, and easy. You have four games in play. Yankees-Boston. Toronto game two at St. Louis. Padres, D-backs, A's, Angels. This is easy. You pitch Chris Sale at $12,900. You just do it. We're not going to even break this down. He's striking out everybody. He's striking out 27% of the batters he faces. Sure, the Yankees only strike out 16% of the time. I don't care. Pitch Chris Sale. If he gets blown up, I don't care. You pitch Chris Sale, okay? Bottom line. Pitch Chris Sale. Your next options... um, I'm not touching Tanaka. I usually do. I'm just not doing it in this matchup. Not against the, the Red Sox. 
they they're like Chernobyl. They are blowing up at any moment. Um, that is just too talented of a lineup to not have one of those just fifteen point onslaughts. It's fifteen runs. What the fuck am I doing? Fifteen run onslaughts. Um, a GPP play I am intrigued by is Taiwan Walker at eighty nine hundred dollars against the Padres. I know it's in Coors Light, which makes it extra scary. Makes it extra extra scary, but. Um, the Padres strike out almost 24% of the time against righties, a Woba below 300, and an average below 220. It intrigues me. Godly pitched pretty well against them yesterday. Very well, actually. If it wasn't for Iwakuma, D-backs win. It's enticing because Walker has good K stuff, 21%. Um, they're up to t- the Padres are up to 25% strikeouts. Walker, people will avoid this because San Diego has almost a five-run total. Obviously, if you're pitching Walker, I have no problem. No problem hedging with a stack elsewhere. Um, But Walker makes for a very interesting GPP play. Uh, Four-game slates, I usually like just playing a little bit of cash. GPPs are tough, but I get it. Do what you got to do. Walker makes an interesting GPP Big K upside. Just make sure you keep the ball in the park, big man. Adam Wainwright is the other GPP play that's very enticing. Toronto can't hit. We've talked about it. Game two of a doubleheader. You can see really interesting lineups. Check that out. Pitched great his last time out. Five innings, six hits, two earned, nine Ks. Um, He's been a mess most of the year, though, so people won't be on him. Toronto's a mess. Short slate. We got to get risky. GPP only. Adam Wainwright. The other two options, you go Ricky Nolasco at 83 against the A's or Kendall Graveman, 79 against the Angels. You pick one of your two poisons. Um, Nolasco, he's striking out 17.7% of the guys he faces. A's are striking out 23% of the time. Uh, the A's have a Woba a little bit below, above three, so you're, you're, you're facing that battle. Graveman's only striking out 14% of the guys he faces. The Angels only strike out 21% of the time. But they're hitting the ball a little less. The A's hit left or right-handed pitching pretty darn well. Angels not as much. So you're kind of playing with that what-if game. Both aren't implied to score a ton of runs. It's, it's it's a low total. The total in the game is only eight. So I like I like both pitchers. Honestly, it's it's those are both cash game plays in my opinion. I can't really decipher the two. I'd probably go in Alaska just a little bit little bit more of a K upside to me. Alaska's more of a K upside to me in that game. So, Nalasco over Graveman, but Graveman's shown more velocity and better stuff of late. So, I think he's a sneaky play, but I like Nalasco. I, I like some sale Nalasco lineups, or you can go Walker Nalasco and build bats. But the bats we're going with, we're going to do this nice and quick. I'll just go game by game because there's only four games. So, when you're going, or no, let's go position by position. Let's keep it simple. At the catching position, you got Steven Vogt, 3,500 versus Nalasco. Uh, if Chris Herman's playing against Weaver, he's catcher alpha eligible, 3,300. Very nice look. Obviously, uh, Hedges, 3K against Walker. He's uh, keep playing Hedges. Uh, Sandy Leon at $2,800. Outstanding play there. Uh, or Christian Vasquez at 26. Like them both. Both, both in play. There's your catchers for the night. First base, Paul Goldschmidt. Play him, 5,500 bucks. The guy is just mashing. Absolutely mashing. And he's facing Jared Weaver in Coors Light. We're stacking Arizona again, if you didn't know. That's what we do. Goldschmidt, 5,500. I uh, don't mind Will Myers at 5K. 
not bad either. Chris Carter against a lefty. If you want to face Sale, this is what they brought him aboard for, to face lefties. Not necessarily this lefty, but they face lefties. He's 45. Matt Holliday's 45 against Sale. Uh, if Matt Carpenter's playing against Lawrence, we like St. Louis against Lawrence. Lawrence is bad, really bad. So people will be overlooking St. Louis. This is a nice a nice stat because everyone's going to be looking to this Arizona-San Diego game. Everybody will be. So St. Louis is definitely in play depending on their lineup. Double header, so you don't know. But St. Louis 44 is definitely in play. Pools 4,100, not bad at all. Don't mind that. If he's starting to swing a decent bat, actually. Uh, Mitch Moreland at 3,100, a nice little value play there. Then Yonder Alonzo, 2,800, went yard yesterday. I'm telling you, value play every night with that guy. Been very productive. You know, Harris Salarte, 4K, good night last night. Uh, Castro, 3,800 for sale. You know, a Yankee stack for a GPP lineup, I don't blame you. They have some really good bats against left-handed pitching. They've hit them really well this year. Sale's so good, though. I Stupid good. But uh, DraftKings has their bats priced up pretty high. Like, their algorithm's saying they're going to hit sale, which I don't understand. Especially when they have sale priced so high. But just to be contrarian, throw it in like a 3 or $4 for fun. Yeah, you never know. Castro, 3800 bucks. Uh, Jericho, 3600 against Wrighty. Colton Wong, 31. Jed Lowry, 3K. Another good night last night. Like him as well. You know, Adam Rosales, like we always talk about, 23 if you like. Going to third base, Jacob Lamb, 4,600 against the lefty. He had 10 more points last night. Ship went deep. He's 4,100. Chase Sadley, another nice night. 4K. Mason uh, Jericho. You got Trevor Plouffe, but he's not facing a lefty. Ryan Healy, 3,300. Yanel Escobar, he's hit Graveman pretty well. He's 3,200. And that'll be your third base position. Shortstop, Bogarts. Diaz, 4,200. Chris Owens, 41's a really good play. Uh, Torres. Uh, Anderson Simmons, he's swinging a really hot bat. He's 3,100. Don't sleep on him. Uh, that's about it. Shortstop's pretty weak. Really weak, actually. Probably Anderson Simmons, Aledemus Diaz, and Chris Owens. Chris Owens would be my top option, obviously. But those would be my three angles there. Outfield, you got Trout at 5,700. Trout is just, just unbelievable. Mookie Betts, 5,400. AJ Pollock just keeps raking. He's finally priced up. Finally. 4,800 bucks. Holy shit. He finally got priced up. DraftKings. What did you do? Why did you do this to me? AJ Pollock, 4,800 bucks. Matt Holliday, we mentioned him. Uh, Yasmani Tomas, 4,400. Uh, Brett Gardner, no, you're not using him against Sale. No, Ellsbury. Jackie Bradley Jr., 4,200. Aaron Judge, 4,200. Piscotti, 4,200. Peralta against Weaver's only 3,800. There's a nice value play to get in your stack. Manny Margot, 38. Ben Nintendi's only 3,700. There you go. K with the Chris Davis, underpriced, $3,700. Cole Calhoun's only 37. Hunter Renfro's 36. He went yard on Wednesday. Kevin PR having a really good season. He's only 3,500. If you're not using Wainwright, it's a good value play if you want to have one like little one-off to get some more of those expensive bats in there. Not a bad play. Mentioned Chris Herman. I like him as a value if he's in the lineup. Uh, this might be about it. Yeah, Matt Joyce, 2,400 if you need some value there. You can go Jabari Blash, but literally you're praying for a home run because he's batting below the Mendoza line. He's, he's, he's not even on the interstate. He's not even batting 100 yet. He's a bingo number, as Kuiper said the other night. He's 077. <laughs> so, there you have it. 
interesting slate, folks. So, you know, Sale 12 9, you're using Walker 8,900, Nalasco 83, you got Graveman at 7,900. You're stacking San Diego against Walker if you're not using them. Obviously, Arizona against Weaver. And then I really like San, or St. Louis against Lawrence. Really like them a lot. So, interesting slate. Really interesting slate. Uh, seven game early. Lots of nice options. Uh, Cleveland, St. Louis, Detroit. Love all three of those stacks outside of Coors. And then those little mini stacks we mentioned. Good pitching options. Uh, let's get it. Let's crush this day slate. Let's get it like it, like it stole something. Um and then Friday, back with a full slate going into the weekend. Let's win some money tonight and then have a lot of fun. Um, hope everybody's doing well. Check out the latest Around the Bases, Episode 9 with Bubba and Mo. Check out that bench with Bubba. And uh, big weekend coming up. Enjoy the NFL Draft kicking off tonight. And this was MLB DFS Quickets, April 27th. I'll catch you guys later.